start out with one of those things where it's like, Happy New Year. Just like air the trumpet horns. thing. Yeah, the air horn thing for like the rap songs. Happy New Year. We need to get a producer. Yeah. <laughs> no, we don't. We're we're good. We're we're grassroots. Gra- we're gonna be that way for a while. <laughs> hey everybody, welcome to Beer and Bible. I am Neil, lead questioner, architect, etc. The man. And this is Chris, the super high functioning alcoholic, especially tonight. And um uh official Bible reader. Yes. So yeah, it is New Year, or uh, this is kind of our New Year's episode, I guess, or sure. starting a new thing. Yeah, we're trying to make sure that we're on top of things. <laughs> we're feeling good about 2024. No promises, though. No promises. No promises. So we are starting a new thing. I don't know how we're going to make this work continuously, but stay tuned. Follow us on Instagram if you want to see what we're up to. And yeah, at Beer them. and Bible Show. Look for the mug and the cross, like everything. Yes. Yeah. And our thing that we're starting is for our Tangent Nights, and you may have listened to Tangent Nights in, in the past, and we just sort of let things roll. So our thing is, buy Chris a beer. If you buy Chris a beer, we will let you ask a question, and we will do no research. My life is busy, <laughs> so I'm not going to research your questions. But we will answer them. Yes. And to, we are trying to keep them like within the realm, because what I do not want to deal with is what the Bible says about... Hot topic in politics right now. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to do anything like that. No, no. And we're not much study. So I know you might be like, well, that's kind of weird. I don't know where to go with that. Are there stories or something you want us to talk about or explain or talk about a Bible word or something? We we can talk about them. I don't know where this is going to go, but I will tell you this. Our first person was Cynthia. That's one of our co-questioners in this journey. She bought, what did she buy you? Uh, they, it bought me some beautiful Juice Force IPAs. Voodoo Ranger. Y'all know I'm a fiend for this. But also, it doesn't have to be Voodoo. I will try, like, if there's something for your hometown and you want to send it to me, we'll get it vetted. We'll have my son try it first to make sure it's not poison or anything. And yeah. then, and yeah, dude. We'll, like. He's of age, right? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. My wife. That's what I said, right? Yeah. Yeah. My son. All right, so Cynthia's question to us uh, is she wanted us to retell our favorite Bible stories. Oh, man, that's uh, um, that's a tough one for me. You got What do you got? Okay, so I'm a little weird because uh, so I, I imagine it's like our favorite Bible stories right now. So I tend to get fixated on really interesting things. I also didn't grow up in the church or anything, so I've said it before. If you had told me about Samson when I was in seventh grade or something, like, I would have been like, is he DC or Marvel? <laughs> like, which which one had the long hair, the power? I don't remember that in X-Men. So that, that would have been me. So now this is- I don't is... know about DC, but in Marvel, it would have been probably Hercules. None of them have a hair, like, but, but you see, issue. But you're, you're hitting, like, this all sounds oh, like- yeah, He sounds yeah, like a Marvel yeah. character. Anyways- Let's go back. I don't know if it's a, a funny story as much as just like a interesting to me. So you get Joseph, Joseph in the Technicolor Dreamcoat, played by Donny Osmond <laughs> back in the day. But you got this guy, Joseph, and he is born in a really big messed up family. Man, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to retell the section of Genesis here. So, give us the cliff notes. I'm we're gonna see what happens here. <laughs> so you you know the nation of Israel. A nation meaning the people of Israel, which we now refer to as Jewish people all around the world. 
So you have this guy named Jacob, okay? Jacob later on becomes Israel. So those two are essentially synonymous. While he's Jacob, he ends up working for his mother's brother, Laban, so his uncle. And just like anybody in our neck of the woods, he is attracted to his cousin. Just, <laughs> Son of a bitch. Just roll with it. He's not wrong. But he's, he's attracted to his younger cousin of these two sisters. And his uncle's like, hey, you work for me. I can't just take advantage of your work, your labor, because usually any sort of servanthood is usually followed by monetary compensation. So he says, I'll work for you for seven years, basically for the what would be the dowry, the bride price, for your daughter, Rachel, your younger daughter. And Laban's like, that's cool. So seven years later, in this terrible instance, because things get really bad. So there's this chapter in Genesis. I can't remember what the name of the chapter, but it is, to me, the darkest chapter. And it's the 12 tribes, the 12 sons of Israel being born, as well as the one daughter that's mentioned, Dina. So you would think that this is a really beautiful chapter of all these children being born. And these are the 12 tribes where we're all going to descend from. This is great. I see it very dark. It's a very dark story for me. <laughs> so here's a guy, Jacob, working for his uncle Laban. He works for seven years, and he is going to marry this beautiful, amazing woman that he wants to marry. And then the night that they're getting married, that dad walks up to his daughters, both his daughters, Leah, the older one, Rachel, the younger one. It's Rachel's wedding. And he says, Rachel, you sit down. Leah, you are going to go into that tent with him. So Rachel and Jacob have loved each other for seven years, assuming. They've been in love, and on their wedding night, dad says, no, your husband is going to sleep with your sister. And Leah, who has not been loved, is being told by her dad, you are not loved, and you are going to go sleep with a man that does not love you, and you will be married to him forever, and he does not love you. He prefers your sister, and that's how it's going to be. Ah, that's fucked. So he he switches them out, and then Jacob, his good Jewish weddings have lots of wine. Make sure you have plenty of wine. And he wakes up the next day, and he goes and he finds out that he's slept with the the wrong sister. It's dark. They didn't have lights. Yeah. There's alcohol involved. But not enough, not too much alcohol because, you know, whiskey issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then the next day he goes and he's mad at Laban, and Laban says, okay, the last one we did on layaway, you work for seven years. Once this week ends, you can have Rachel as well, so I'm going to go ahead and let you take her sister the very next week, or very quickly, in succession, and you will work for me for seven years to also pay for that. What a dickhead. Yeah, so... He was planning that from the start. Right, so then God, seeing that Jacob preferred Rachel over Leah, which... Duh, God, it's not a big surprise, but God felt bad for Leah, so he opened her womb. So now she's having lots of children. Now, this is good for Leah because when when eventually, or if Jacob passes away, Leah's sons will be able to take care of her. Mm-hmm. Rachel, on the other hand, is not having sons, so she's having a really bad time with this. So then Rachel is seeing her situation, and she takes her handmaid, and she says, you don't have a choice. You're going to go sleep with my husband. So she's not having a choice. So now you have two sisters whose father worked this out to where an unloved woman is married to a man that doesn't love her, but she's getting security. You have another woman that's been married, but she has no security now. She's not having sons. She's watching her sister get that. Her husband, who she loved for seven years, his first intimacy was with her sister. Yeah. 
And then she, while she Sucks. sat there and had to, because you know, think about her wedding night. She's sitting in her own tent, knowing that two tents over, her husband's having sex with her sister. So that's a miserable experience. Now she takes her handmaid and says, I don't have any security here. I don't have any sons. I have none of that. I don't have any children to call my own. So I want you to be my surrogate. You are now my surrogate. And you're not a paid one. You're going to have sex with my husband. You're going to bear children. Here you go. So now there's abuse happening there. And then Leah also sees that as a problem. They've been in competition for years. And she takes her handmaid and hands over to Jacob. Dang, Jacob is living the life, eh? I don't think so. Ah. I mean, he, he's, he is dealing with uh, the stress of working. Uh, Laban continues to try and rip him off because it, it continues to get worse. So I'd have just killed the dad at this point. Laban? Be like, I got what I wanted. Like, let me have your property. Like, he fell off a cliff. Oh, well, man, I'll just inherit all his shit. No, it wouldn't have worked that way. Laban had other sons. Dang. So it would have gone to those sons as well as Laban was well-known in the community. Jacob was an outsider. He came from Isaac. He left Isaac, and he came looking for shelter and, and community and safety and protection from Laban. Ah. So for him to be the outsider, to then off or do anything that, that har- harmed Laban, not only would all the things go to his sons, and who the sons didn't like Jacob because life was getting better for Jacob. Yeah. So it's just, the whole thing is just a complete mess. It's a shit show. That's almost like part one to my favorite story. Also, this isn't funny. Like, I'm trying to tell you, I'm still telling you guys funny stories. I'm just like, this happened. This is bad. So it's a very dark and negative place. Um, they end up leaving, and that's a whole other story in itself. Like, Genesis is fascinating to me. So <laughs> uh, I think we've talked about this in, in one of our earlier podcasts. I listened to the book of Genesis 40 times in a row. And I know you guys are thinking, why would you do that? Because of things like this. That's where all the best shit happens. It, it's just that I, we said it earlier. If you listen to a book like this, especially the narratives, and you listen to it over and over again, I kept hearing different things that would stick out to me each time. Yeah. So when I like different names or different things that happen to certain people, yeah. Or like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's probably why I'm, I'm interested in this story. The Game of Thrones starts to like trickle out of it, where it's yeah. like, wait a minute, these people are all shitty. Yes. <laughs> and they're yeah. doing shitty things to each other. So, which brings me to one of the sons, Joseph. And Joseph is like, yay, like, Joseph's the best. He's great. He's all faithful and Jesus-y and all that. Um, not jesus there. He wasn't around yet. He's gaudy. Yeah, yeah. So Jacob, who already showed favoritism to one wife, he finally eventually has a son with his favorite wife, Rachel, who he wanted to marry to begin with. So like, I'm like, you have a favorite wife, but it's not like you didn't tell everybody you had a favorite wife to begin. Like, everybody knew. No surprise. <laughs> So his firstborn son from her, not his firstborn, but his firstborn son from her, yeah. he starts showing favoritism, which is definitely not okay in the culture. Just overall, generally a bad idea to show that much favoritism. Yeah. Joseph knows it. He's a good two-shoes. He tattles on his brothers, pisses everybody off. He goes as far as this Joseph's like, I had a dream where like everybody bows, like all of my brothers bow down to me and my mom and dad do. Like, oh, wow, you really <laughs> think you're this stuff. He's like, yeah. His dad shows favoritism by giving him a special coat. I had totally forgotten about this story. Yeah, and the coat, he may or may not have had sleeves. Some people have interpreted it as the only difference is his had sleeves. It wasn't really colorful. It just had sleeves. <laughs> That's for another night. But anyways, his brothers get mad. They plan to kill him, decide, you know what, let's, say, let's sell him to some slave traders. So they do that instead. He gets taken to Egypt, and this is where all these like good stories happen where, oh, poor little Joseph, he's just a martyr. We've talked about this in the past, that in Matthew, there are, there are sort of two messiahs that are discussed in Judaism, especially, I think, in the Dead Sea Scrolls. 
mm-hmm. is you have the Messiah that is the son of David and the one that is the son of Joseph. Anyways, so Joseph ends up in Egypt, and the first thing he ends up doing is he's a slave in a house, and there's this cougar that is really into him because his, his master's wife is really into Joseph. God blesses him, so he, he's like starts running the house. He's like the main slave, main servant of a very rich guy, and then this very much real housewives of Egypt. It's of all Cairo. coming back to me now. Like, as yeah. you explained it now, I can like see it in my mind's eye. So the story goes is that, according to the Judeo-Christian tradition, a little bit different in the Arabic tradition, in the uh, Quran. I think it's in the Quran. Anyways, they have a different take on this, but sticking with the Judeo-Christian version of it, uh, she tries to come on to him. He runs out, and she's like grabs his, his cloak, and she's like, see, he tried to rape me in my bedroom. And then the guy comes back, and which is weird, is like, the guy doesn't put him to death. He sends him to jail, which I'm thinking to myself, I'm pretty sure, I don't know the Egyptian law as well as I know the Hebrew law, but I'm like, why, why didn't he just kill him? But anyways. <laughs> yeah. Joseph gets put into Egypt. Woe is him. He's there for many, many, he's, sorry, he's in Egypt, but he's in Maybe jail. Maybe he was handsome and they want to know where that coat come from. I think they did say that he was handsome. Very, very handsome, chiseled guy. Yeah. Who's now, who's a teenager at the time. Dope so, coat he, with sleeves on it. Yeah. He's got all the sleeves. Both. Checking my coat. All three sleeves. Three. <laughs> the fuck kind of coat is that? Pharaoh must have it. Give it to your Pharaoh. <laughs> I don't know why, but I'm thinking like the robot from Futurama. The one with like the- Bender? No, not Bender. The one that's like a hedon, the hedonist bot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Give it to your Pharaoh or yeah. something like that. Hedon botter. Okay. Damn it. What was that? I don't know. It doesn't matter. I, I can see it in my mind. So- he is now in jail. There are these t- two other people that are thrown in jail, and they're like, hey, Joseph, can you interpret our dreams? And he does it for them. One of the guys that works out great, the other one that doesn't. Read the story. I'm just trying to get to my favorite part of this. Do it. Do it. I know it's no, I like long it. I like run it. up, guys. I like what's going long on. run up. You're giving the background, bro. Yeah, yeah. So one of the guys, one of the guys that interprets the dream is high up in Pharaoh's council. And then at one point, Pharaoh's like, I had a dream. I need somebody to interpret for me. And, and the... The cupbearer is the guy's the guy's deal. He's like, I know a guy. He's in jail. I've totally forgot about him. My bad. So they go and they get Joseph, right? <laughs> and he's, it says they take him. And this is weird. I've said this before. Whenever you're reading the Bible, maybe you do, but I'm assuming a lot of you don't. <laughs> Probably don't. But look for what I call wasted ink. That is when a detail doesn't need to be there, but it is. That's important to me. Because for some reason, if you have to copy this stuff by hand, at what point do you just go, screw this, I am not writing this down, yeah, we're going to leave this out. Shit but for some reason, to that culture and to the people writing it down, it's important. So it says, they have him cleaned and shaven. Mm. Now, put your yarmulke on for a second. That should <laughs> jump out at you. Because you should be reading that and be like, wait, Joseph is supposed to be this super Jewish guy who follows the Torah. Even though the, the Torah, the, the five books of Moses are not complete yet, this is before all that's been given to him. It says right there, like, he is shaven. So if you have your yarmulke on, you should be like, that's a problem. He should not be shaven. Oh, that, yeah, that's I didn't a think about that. Little indication that he's going against the Jewish law, even yeah. though the Jewish law didn't exist at the time. Yeah. Just, what well, was he forced into this? Or I don't know. I, I do, either way, it doesn't matter. You, yeah. you, if you've got your, again, if you, you're reading this with a little, uh, little Jewish glasses and a yarmulke on, you yeah. should be like, hey, that's an issue. Yeah. So anyway, so, he, so he's shaven. He goes to the Pharaoh and- They had him cleaned though. Yeah. yeah well, that's important. <laughs> always do that. Hit him with the always... Yeah. 
I'm thinking about a show where I saw that happen. It's like <laughs> they were in jail, weren't they? Yeah. So he's in front of Pharaoh. Pharaoh says, "Hey, I had this dream. I'm gonna just cut to the chase to tell you one of the multiple dreams because they're all the same thing, which is." He had seven uh, skinny calf yeah. eating a fat calf. Yeah, and, so uh, it's, he's looking at the river Nile, and seven fat cows come out of the Nile, and they start eating, and then seven skinny cows come out of the Nile, and they eat the seven fat cows. There's another one, but anyways, Joseph goes, here's the deal. You're going to have seven years of plenty, and you're going to have seven years of famine. So Joseph has just said, I have insider trading information. How the fuck do you plan for seven years of growing no food? So that is exactly what Ferris th- yeah. said. All right. I mean, thinking nowadays, like if we had seven years of all the crops dying, that would be the apocalypse. Right. And thanks to Joseph, Pharaoh was able to be the fucking boss. Right. So, yes. So they go, okay, he knows what's, what's going on. And they go, who, oh my goodness, who could we have a wise, like who could ever be this wise? <laughs> and Joseph's like, oh, I don't know. I guess he could find somebody. I don't know who it would be. <laughs> who would be that smart? Gosh. He's all shaved and hair on his body. Yeah. He's like, oh, who could it be? <laughs> He's oiled up. Like, <laughs> yeah. Where did he get the oil from? <laughs> Pharaoh's, <laughs> Pharaoh's wife's like, it's that motherfucker. And he's like, what'd you say? She's like, I, I mean, he might work. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. He's like that. gyrating in the courtroom, <laughs> just like doing the little, the little like dick pump, like mm, 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 who could it be? Mm, mm, seven years. Mm, mm. Fair is like, I don't like the way he's gyrating towards my wife, but the motherfucker is right. First yeah. of all, we Put need him on the court. <laughs> we need to start doing this, this video. Yeah. Mm, mm, you guys mm, can't see mm, this. Seven years. Mm, mm, mm. Seven years. Fair is like, I can't deal with this dick pumping for seven years, but by God, if he keeps my people fed, I'll take it. I love the idea that we start with Joseph not wanting a cougar, but by the end, he's like figured out, like, I know how to work the system. He's 30 years old, so he's still a pretty young guy. So at 30 years old, he gets elected to the top official. He's one rung below Pharaoh. All right. So he is now in charge. Like, he's got money, looks, status. He's the man. And uh, he got that fake beard glued onto his chin, <laughs> a little crazy hat with the stripes on it, and an eyeliner. Yeah, I guess it's so. Like, What's up? Yeah, up, all clean shaven. Yeah, he's like, got some, <laughs> little, what, what do you call him? The peyote. Yeah, he's got the peyote, but just like crazy hat. Everyone, uh, peyote is the side curls that you see Jewish men the way they style their hair. Yeah, so if you hear that, so he's got that. All right, I don't know if he's. That's a whole other thing about archaeology, about whether or not there are people with uh, those. Hey, dude, if they if they can say these fucking velociraptors had feathers, they ought to be able to find some peyote on somebody. Yeah. I think they're lying about the velociraptors with feathers. I don't know, man. I'm I not trust science anymore. I mean, I do. Not like in like weird like oh, like COVID denier thing or anything like that, but these motherfuckers are taking way too many liberties. They're like, oh, yeah, we found a nest where there was a feather in it, and we think they're velociraptors, and we think they hunted in packs and were maternal and breastfed. It's like, what the fuck are what, you talking breast- about? No, I mean, <laughs> okay, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, they just make shit up. Like, yeah, they, they, their screech was more like an owl with, like, a coyote back end on it, like, in the tonality of it. Like, Bitch, what the fuck are you talking about? That's not what happened in 1993. <laughs> exactly. God damn it, it was Steven Spielberg. That's what dinosaurs looked like. Yeah. Fuck you. Yes. Eat a dick. <gasps> All of you scientists. Don't mess with my dinosaurs. So anyways, going back to stuff that we know absolutely for certain happened without any question. Mm-hmm. Just because the they haven't recovered payout on people's skeletons in Egypt doesn't mean they didn't have them, okay? Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> okay, so going back to the Bible, which we do not have anything absolute about. I just I feel like I just like hurt a bunch of people by saying that. Like, <laughs> like I know a bunch of people like turn their <laughs> I guess you don't turn a dial off anymore. They just, like, they just click the phone and turned us off. This Bible podcast just said that we're not absolutely one hundred percent sure about things in the Bible. Like, I'm done. Click. We're still better than those fucking paleontologists. Yeah. <laughs> I try and do my best. We try and do our best. Our best is very different levels though. We're not putting feathers on things. Okay. So Joseph is now second in command. This is fine. I'm finally getting to the story after all that yes, background. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Here's the thing that's caught my interest the most. Joseph is now in second command. He's got seven years of plenty followed by seven years of famine. So what's his plan? Taxes. He decides to tax the Egyptian people. Oh, I don't like the son of a bitch now. Yeah. Well, he, he taxed them. It gets worse. Hold on. It gets worse. He taxed them 20%. All right. That's fairly high. So he takes all of their grain. That's something that they can store for a while, keep it dry and everything else, keep the, keep the mice away or whatever. So he starts storing up all this grain and taxes them for it. Then the seven years of famine hit. And this is where, to me, like this is, we have different interpretations on this. And I'm going to give you guys my interpretation. Keep in mind, mine's not the only interpretation, but it is the right interpretation. <laughs> Okay. Yes. So this is my take. Again, I am in, I'm going to tell you I'm in a minority in, in this opinion of this. Oh, okay. Okay. I also want to reserve the right to change my mind eventually if I need to. But No, that's not you don't get that uh luxury in the 21st century. Okay. So so when this is time stamped that is it. You commit to something, you're done. Okay. So I man, I hate this. Then I guess I'm committed to this. But anyways, here we go. So my take is that Joseph goes ahead and he taxes them 20%, and then he turns around, and in the seven years of famine, he then takes what he taxed for the people and sells it back to them. Because he knew that they were going to hit seven years of famine. This is straight-up insider trading. This is like the time you told me about the podcast about the guy who had the onion futures, where yeah. you buy all the onions. So he owned all the food, which is necessary for people to live off of. Where did he get it from? He taxed them. He took 20% of all that they had, unless he bought it. I don't think he bought it. The way it runs, I think he just nah. taxed it, saves up 20% of it, then turns around and sells it back to them. Does not say, I'm not saying they didn't, but it doesn't say like they did a campaign and been like, hey, we should tell people that they're going to starve and like to live it up in the seven years. Like no, no one did this. And then he turns around and he sells them this up and they go, hey, um, we don't have any money anymore. And he goes, okay, no problem. We'll take your livestock. Some people have said, hey, that's really cool because instead of forcing them to pay with what they don't have, he's, he makes an exception and that way, way he doesn't create a welfare system. So like a welfare system in the sense of um, I'm going to give it to you, but he's like, hey, you guys give it. Like I'm going to work it out with you guys and I'm going to be flexible with my payment plan here. Yeah. So then he takes all their farm animals. Here's what I'm thinking. A little difficult because once they get their money and the, and the grass grows again and the drought and the famine and all that stops, what are they going to eat? Their farm animals are gone. Okay, so that's that's a bit of a problem, and also, but at the same time, I recognize for them and their place is that they might not be able to feed their farm animals. So it might be a good trade off, of like, hey, you take our farm animals, we'll do this. But anyways, the meat and the farm animals, or the poultry, or whatever they are eating at the time, uh, or whatever they're using these farm animals for, whether he was even just like using oxen or something, that is now all under the pharaoh. That's now government owned. Okay, come back the next year. Hey. Um, we're still hungry. Now, it's not like Joseph didn't know how long this famine's going to last. He yeah. knows what's going on. And they say, hey, we don't have anything. And he goes, 
I'll take your land. They sell all the land and it all goes to the Pharaoh. So he essentially creates a completely state-owned country through taxation and reselling it back to them. So that is my speculation on Joseph. It's like Breaking Bad where you just watch somebody just go, you start seeing like, oh, this guy started out good, but it got dark fast. And so that's my favorite story. That that's I had totally forgotten about that. And I don't I feel like my <laughs> my retelling of that does not line up with the narrative. The narrative, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so what what do you got? What's what's your favorite story? That's well, nice. you set me up to fail, Mr. Mr. Archetype. Oh knowing Bible stories by heart and also a really badass one. <laughs> I spent Four years and thousands of dollars learning that party trick. Uh, well, I learned. I spent. Uh, not that we're comparing dicks or anything, but I spent like. Are you my dad? <laughs> that is how they did it in in Jerusalem. But uh, yeah, I spent like what six, seven years, and had to read the Bible through at least twice, not even understanding it as a kid. Again, as someone that didn't grow, as someone that did not grow up in the church, that sounds like a terrible idea. It is. Like, it is. It's just like, read, hey, read this book through so that when you get done, we can give you a pizza. It's like the like a fucking. What happens when you get to Ezekiel and it's like, and she lusted after loins, the loins like donkeys, and the missions like horses. Well, you do the thing that you told me, where it's like with Hebrew, you just like. You just hammer through no vowels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, for me, it's like, when I was a kid, it was just like, just read it through. If you don't understand it, just punch through. Oh, okay. Because, I, I mean, I learned to read phonetically, so it's like, you just, you get so caught up on pronouncing names, you can't even understand what you're fucking reading. But I have somehow read it front to back twice. Wow. You're the asshole that made me understand shit. Yeah, my apologies. <laughs> All right, so uh, I guess, I don't know, I can't think of like, Again, being like different situations and so far, like not remove. Yeah, so far, like in the distance of Bible stories, I think I was always drawn to like, and it's funny because you tell that one and it's like, I, I, I remembered it as you were telling it where it's like, dude, I know it's like watching a movie that you saw a long time ago and you're like, no, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. But you can't quite remember each step. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. I think I retell it a little bit different than your <laughs> child, child's Bible story. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, still. Still. But um, I think for me, it was always... Uh, so things that stuck out, it, it's not like favorite stories, because again, like talking about like how I came up, it was just like you hammer through the Bible. But I think things that were interesting to me were like... Uh, okay, so here's two, two examples. So one... And I think we've touched on this quite a few times. We could devote a whole episode to both, but like Jonah. Okay. So, um, dude, God hits him up. And again, been drinking, far removed. May remember, <laughs> may forget some shit. It's like God says, hey, these people over here, they're living wrong. They're they're being reckless. They're fucking up. I need you to go to talk to them. And he's like, yeah, uh, no, nah, not going to do that. Fuck you. Like, I don't feel like doing it. And he's like, okay, well. Just so you know, these people that he's talking about are the people. That was the empire that was you. going this around killing I mean. it. No, 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 I'm, I'm going to help you out here. 
We're double teaming this, <laughs> double dude. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, he says that, and then the people that he's talking about are the Syrian Empire, and they're like, oh shit, yeah. hey, these are the people that go around murdering people, and actually are going to eventually be the ones that take over. I think they they attack, they definitely attack Israel, but I can't remember if they take over before or after. Anyways, all you got to know is. If you're an Afghani individual and you look at America, like how would you see America? Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. If you're Iraqi and how right. would you see America? Let's let, let's look at it that way. Yeah. So he's like, "Fuck them. I'm not doing it." He goes and gets on a ship and goes the opposite direction, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then a storm happens. Some shit happens. They're like, "This asshole is the problem." This dude on the boat, and uh, they throw him overboard, mm-hmm. right? The ship didn't sink. They threw him overboard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they threw him overboard. Because they're, they're like, they're all they, over we're like, going to fucking sink. And like somehow, I think, it, it, or, or was he the one that was like, it, ah, it's my fault. God's punishing me. Yeah, yeah. Is that what happened? Yeah, yeah he's yeah. like, God's punishing me. Throw me in the fucking water. And so they're like, yeah, fuck you, dude. Like, <laughs> we don't care. <laughs> You're going in the water. It gets swallowed by a creature. Yeah. Uh, which is up for debate. A fish. Uh, in the Hebrew, a whale. Everybody says whale. Yeah. In the Hebrew, it does say hadag, as in like the fish. I think it's just the fish. It's just like a fish. It's like dog. I, I added ha to it. I think it's just dog. It's big fish. Good old. Get swallowed by a big thing. Which, I mean, honestly, a, a mammal would make sense because it would actually have, like, if you think of any kind of. So, say, I mean, I don't know, like, I mean, we're not going to talk like scientific timelines, but like. If you're talking about fish versus mammals, like a whale may have some kind of like chamber with air in it or something to give it buoyancy or something. I hadn't even thought about that. You know, versus like a shark or a fish, which like needs, like filters oxygen from the ocean through its gills and like probably doesn't need have any need for buoyancy because the way it like moves through the ocean and like being cold-blooded versus warm-blooded like a mammal, so... You know, yeah. maybe oh, it was I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah, like I, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, but whatever swallowed him, it could have been a fucking plesiosaur. We don't know. It's a dinosaur. Yeah, or a reptile. Yeah. May or may not have had feathers. Yeah, it's hard yeah, to tell. Yeah, it probably had paleontology. Feathers, man, goddamn scientists are putting their twist on it. But uh, anyway, at some point in time, oh no, he prays some in the fish. Yeah, yeah, and then he's like, gets burped up on land. And he's, <laughs> I feel like I'm like an episode of Drunk History. And he's like, uh, he, he's on the other side. No, wait. Yeah, he gets puked up. And he does, it, it, I can't remember. This is the part I can't remember. You're going to have to help me with this. Okay. Does he go and talk to him? Or he's sitting on the hill and they actually he walks got the town. saved. He wa- and no, he walks to the town. He first. does. Okay, so he does go in and tell him like, hey, blah, blah, blah. God, he's going to fuck y'all up if you don't change your ways. And then he goes and sits on a hill, and, like, they're not destroyed, and he's like, damn it. And then that's the end. That's the, that's <laughs> it. You're right. <laughs> he, gets, he gets fucked up by a fish. He gets in a storm, gets fucked up by a fish. He's barfed out, goes and does the shit anyway, like, I ain't fine, God. Uh, talks to him, and he goes, sits up on the hill, and he's like, yeah, these assholes. Ha-ha, <laughs> I'll still get my, my comeuppance. I'll get still get to see him get fucked up. And then he'll get fucked up, and he's like, damn it, this sucks. <laughs> and just <laughs> fades away <laughs> like a bitch. 
credits roll. It's like yeah. one of those. It's like one of those fucking indie films where at the end you're like, wait, there's got to be more, right? It's like, nope, that's the fucking end. What Sorry. was like the the Larry David thing? Like, all right. Uh, and you got a second one? Yeah. No, no, well, just the whole other thing. Well, I, I always thought Joshua was cool. Like the wall and shit. Oh, yeah. But like, it's not that cool. It's like some trumpet shit. And then like, God does everything as usual. So yeah. it's like, but those guys actually listened. So that's really Wait, which Which guys listened? The people the guys marching? dancing around with their trumpets. Okay. So I'm going to see if I can retell this. <laughs> yeah. Actually, you, you tell it. I'll all right, jump in. All right. All right. So there's this dude. I th- he's the only fucking name I know. I don't even know what was this like. They're, they're coming post Exodus. Yeah, yeah. So they're in the land of Israel. Yeah, and they're trying to like they're taking places over. Yeah, all I can think of is the Monty Python castle. Like in my mind's eye, that's all I think of is like that dude up there with the fucking coconuts, and he's like throwing shit at people. Yeah, yeah. And they're like the dudes are marching around, and they're like we're gonna fuck you up. And then like so yeah, so like I guess how many people were there? Because there was. Was Joshua was like it was the entire Israeli army. I'm not sure if it's all Israelites or just the Israeli men of like the men of age for fighting. And why was Joshua the one? Was he like appointed or was? Oh yeah, this is kind of cool. God, Encyclopedia Biblictanica. Yeah, I think you give me that name. I love you. So Moses is not allowed to go in the promised land because he hit a rock one time. That's yes. a whole other story. Yes. So Moses basically like Moses like you get to lead everyone out of Israel. You get to deal with all their crazy crap. Like and they're gonna treat you like trash for forty years. <laughs> but and, you can't go but in. You can't, yeah. Because you made this one mistake this one time in your life, you're not allowed to go into the promised land. But hey, there's gonna be someone coming after you. So I love this. There is going to be somebody after Moses that's going to lead Israel. And what's his name? Joshua. Joshua. Or in the Hebrew, Yeshua. Jesus. Jesus. So the phrase that there would be somebody that would come after Moses was viewed by many people in Second Temple Judaism, which is around the time of Jesus, as um, a verse to be interpreted as for the Messiah. So I, as a Judeo-Christian person, I really dig that idea of the person that's supposed to follow Moses and lead Israel after Moses is Yeshua. The same Jesus that we would say today. Anyways. I just mess with my brother and call him Yeshua every once in a while. Good. Keep, keep him on his toes. <laughs> remind, remind him when your brother had long hair and a beard. Or an He's attempt. got long hair and a mustache. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like a reincarnation of like Zappa or something. Oh, nice. Nice. So, yeah. So, Joshua. So, Joshua's the leader. Leader. Yeah. He is now the appointed leader in taking over Moses' mantle. So, he is he is the, mo- the new Moses. Goes in, and I don't remember the story very well. Just like Jonah. But he goes to the promised land, and there's, like, I think of the castle. Like, there's some kind yeah. of... Hey, this is what's been ingrained in me through the church I grew up in. And he was like, hey, we're coming in. They're like, no, fuck you. This isn't what they said at church. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, no, fuck you. And, um... Oh, yeah, you're definitely going to take over from here. But it was like... I just remember there were trumpets. Like, I can't remember if it was... Yeah, God had to have told him. He's like, look, dude, you don't need any swords. You don't need shit like that. You just fucking you just march around that bitch, blow your trumpet. I got the rest. I got your back. Yeah. And, like, I could imagine being, like, a soldier and be like, this is fucking dumb. This is stupid <laughs> as shit. We've been wandering around. This motherfucker's had us walk, walking around the wilderness for 40 fucking years, eating some, like, gooey bread falling out of the sky. Like, now we're going to... Well, I mean, I guess that would give you more faith, but, like, this dude's been feeding us for years and years and years. We'll walk around this castle and knock this motherfucker down. 
Actually, probably everybody was gassed up. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> fuck these people. Like, yeah, we got well, this. I don't know, man, because the first time they, they even looked into the land, they were like, yeah, I don't think we can do it. Like, we're eating bread from the sky. <laughs> Moses' face was shining, and you don't think we can do it? Yeah, probably not. <laughs> Joshua was one of the two guys that was like, no, we can take it. Was there something about giants in the yeah. promised land? Yeah. I thought, like, it's all... This is what's fucked up about me is like there's this this like, one thing. This is the only <laughs> yeah, thing. Well, this, biblically, okay, <laughs> this okay. is the only Bible thing fucked up about me. Is like there's all this chaos of like I know a little bit of, of a lot. Like there's a lot of pieces. Like think about my brain is like a bunch of Bible particles floating around, and every once in a while, two of them connect and make like a conscious thought, <laughs> and then like they break and float away. So like you know, I'm thinking about the Promised Land. I'm like, weren't there fucking giants, or did I imagine that, or was no. that like one of those LSD trips I took? No, no. This, yeah, it's like, and if you're reading the Bible, it could have been both. Uh, but no, it's <laughs> it's in the Bible. Yeah, they were they were worried about people that were giants. In the land. That's actually what they said. They're like, and so this guy, Joshua, and the only other guy was Caleb, which is, this is interesting. Yeah. I Cal- do remember the name Caleb. Caleb. Caleb means uh, dog. So, so it was him and his pup. Yeah, it was Jesus and dog. <laughs> What's up, dog? Um, I need to look the lineage of Caleb because sometimes I wonder if, like, he wasn't Jewish. Mm, so that's why they called him dog? Well, yeah, maybe because yeah. dogs aren't kosher. They're not clean. Mm. Anyways. I'm taking you. I'm tangenting away from your story. Man. No, that's good. I need so it. I need it. They ate the gooey bread and they walked around. <laughs> uh, they walked around one time. I was going to say there was a certain number of times they had to go around, wasn't it? If I were, if this it was is probably seven. Yeah, it, it was the last. Was it? Day, but, it's always fucking seven or but only twelve. On, it, only on the last day. It was one time around. I think it was one time around on the six days prior, and on the last day it was seven times. Could you I imagine think. the hubris? In that fucking castle, or like the towers, where they're just like, these assholes, like, what are they doing? Like, I mean, imagine, like, you see a bunch of people just, like, marching around, blowing trumpets and stuff, and it's like... <laughs> I'd probably, like... Yeah, I, I would start, like, pooping over the wall or something. That's what I was doing, <laughs> things, like... And then, like, that last day, it's like, shit just falls out from under your feet, like... <laughs> so that, so it was, was it seven days? Uh, seven days, Damn, yeah, seven days, and it was seven times on the seventh day. Yeah. I, the again, Jews work in the Lord might work in mysterious ways, but He also works in patterns, in certain numbers. Also, we, we are Bible free right now. This is just <laughs> us telling our stories, freestyling. Yeah, like could you imagine like a Temple of Doom, like Indiana Jones scenario, but it's like Hebrew or like it's something like to do with God and it's just like anytime it comes to a number it's like we got like two or three things to choose from just, we got this <laughs> it's gonna be 12 7 there's gotta be something else 40 40 40, 40 years <laughs> yeah. it's like you got three shots we're good oh uh, that so, was that was one of the problems in my Greek classes in college all of our translations were always Bible stuff so think about this you have 15 credit hours, 12 of those are studying the Bible, and three of those are trying to guess what verses there are in the group. So, like, you're just like, you, you get three or four words, you're like, oh, I know this verse. You fill the rest of it, and you're like, there's only... It's like Jeopardy. I'd like to solve the puzzle. Yeah. Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. Son of a bitch. I don't even know my game shows. Eh, it's all right. Uh, thank you again, S- Cynthia. Cynthia, yes. Yeah, thank you again. The beer is doing its job. So anyway, Joshua marched around the uh was it a tower or a castle? It was it was, it was a, a fortified structure. city. 
Yeah. It was a city. They walked around the city. It fell. Everybody died. Now that you say that, I've never been to Jericho. I've never been it. Yeah. I've never been to Israel. But... I've never been outside of the U.S. Yeah. But I'm wondering, like, was it how many hours did it take to have an entire army march around, like walk around this thing? <laughs> I like when I whenever I think about the Israelites, I don't think marching. I was like, they're kind of like a a mass of people just moving around. But they're I, just moving. Yeah. So I'm just imagining that them going around. It's like, did it take two days? Like, did it take two hours? Did it take? Like, was the like last day? It's like, okay, we got to wake up at dawn. What to go around the seven times? Like. I'll do it four or five times, but after that, I've hit my step count. I am not going any further. Yeah. My Fitbit has told me I'm good. Yeah. Did it fall down at sunset? Or did they have to start at midnight? Maybe it was like an actual 24-hour oh, day. That like, sounds miserable. Yeah. I would have just died. Like, if it was me, if I was Joshua, the shit would still be standing today. It'd be like Stonehenge. Because I'd be like, God, I believe, but I got these legs, and they don't. I'm sorry. The fle- the spirit is willing, but the flesh, <laughs> the flesh is weak. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's an interesting story. I wouldn't say it's one of my favorites, but ever since like the, we started the podcast, Samson's a good one. But you, you can go back and listen for that one. Those are our favorite Bible stories for, for now. More. For, for now, now. Yeah. his favorite, mine, just things that came to mind. Yeah, top of top of mind. Yeah, Bible stories. <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys. Thank you, Cynthia, for the beer. Yes. You have fueled the habits. You win this episode. Who's 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 our next one? Find us find us on Instagram at Beer and Bible Show. Yes. Hit us up. Any beer. Send us anything. I'll drink it. Yeah. Wait, 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 not any. Any beer. Yes. Any beer. Don't or yeah, don't send us any liquor or any weird stuff. Yeah. I'm I saying, drink that too. I'm saying yes as if I have anything to do with this. <laughs> hey, also too, non-alcoholic beverages. If you got something your town makes, it's like dope. Like you got some like unique tea or like seltzer yeah. or something like that. Send it up here. We'll get Neil. We'll get Neil I'll, sipping, tripping too. I'll do it. I'll I'll give my review. <laughs> so, all right, guys. All uh, right. Thank you, Cynthia. Love you guys. Catch y'all next time.